Hi, welcome to the Cosmic Goodness Loves You podcast. It is Monday, January 10th, 2022. My dog Hazel is curled against my chest and she is breathing so loudly that you probably will hear her. Right now, I am feeling so emotionally seen by my spirit guides and I think that they have wild senses of humor. I also feel a little bit emotionally hungover. And I want to talk about this term because hungover has such a negative connotation. And people use it for alcohol or other substances. You know, the next day you can feel hungover because you have been stimulated by a drug or a substance but talking about emotional hungoverness is another thing the same way that you can drink lots of alcohol and feel really drunk on a person you can literally get drunk on a person as well and that to me is what happens when you're emotionally hungover And I was thinking about how delicious that time is because you don't ever really get it back. You know, all of the first start to go away. And I just watched the movie 500 Days of Summer and that is a movie of firsts. And I was thinking how sacred it is to take the first that you have like way in the beginning and to savor them because you're never going to get them back ever with that particular person you can create so many first new experiences in new ways but the like super simple first time you do a meal together first time you sleep next to somebody first time you feel emotionally vulnerable first time you share a really good joke that comes from laughing so hard the first time you're goofy the first time you show your real self that's like an attitude about something really stupid or you're just silly like those those firsts of discovery are so 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 beautiful and I was talking to my girlfriend Sarah today and we were just talking about like when we ask the universe for certain things and we say okay I want this but not that and I'll take that but not this and I really want this other thing like it's the most important that the universe is listening and they take what they know as the desires of your heart and then they conspire to make it happen for you but what happens when you actually get the things that you asked for or that you wanted and it can be really overwhelming when you get it because if you're not ready for it you don't know what to do with it or you're in a place of fear for effing it up because you know it's something that's really valuable and rare and that you wanted it so badly so I think it takes this like really intense intentional energy to focus forward and to say things like I see what you've offered me and I'm thankful for it. Please give me the words and the energy to accept it and receive it in the most beautiful 
grateful and abundant of ways. And then like just wink at the universe because they are so damn perceptive and they listen so closely. It was really sad. Uh, late last night, um, Bob Saget, the actor, died. And it appears to have been just completely unexpected. They haven't done the autopsy yet, but no drugs involved and nothing about it makes sense. And I, of course, you know, don't personally know Bob Saget. I met him at an event and I interviewed him on a red carpet and he was lovely. And when you share these moments with somebody, it's it's really meaningful and, and beautiful. But something that I was thinking about was how unexpected it is when um, people just die unexpectedly. And I'm like even weird to talk about this because it just feels so um, like you just don't ever want to jinx anything. And it was just so devastating to see how unexpected it was that he passed. And then this morning news came out that Robert Durst died in prison. And um, throughout my career and in the times he uh, had trials, I very frequently went to those uh, courtroom hearings. And so it was just strange to to just see... Um, the unexpected quality that comes from somebody dying without having known them, but having weirdly worked near them or around them on, on certain pieces of media. And so I don't know, it just feels like a part of doing this podcast is the relevancy of, um, things that happen in the news and, and like what it means to me at that given time. And I guess I would just say, seems like life can be so fragile and fleeting and really unexpected the times in which um people can go and when it seems to happen like that with no forewarning and and no um reason for it it's really hard to accept that Sometimes, you know, the last conversations or times you see people, that that could just be it. Um, it's, um, you know, as you know, my friend died last year, and it was really strange to look back at the text messages, our last couple texts, when we were just texting about the most mundane of things. And I, I did find a text where I had said something like, I feel really safe and grateful to know that you live nearby. And I'm just so glad that that's like something I was able to say to him, even though I had no idea something was going to happen, that like I could leave those words with him. And that like even for that moment that he read it, he would hopefully know that to be true. And um, there's just a lot going on in all parts of the world right now. And people are living in so much fear and uncertainty. And there's just so many constant developments of news and what's acceptable and what's not and and when things will be allowed and new rules that come out and it's so hard to sift through all that and know what the truth is and what you should follow and what you should leave and I guess I would just say that like 
it's it's just a reminder that it's a muscle to, to do all of those things. And when you try to live in a space where you are in trust and abundance for the world, that it can just be like one of the most illuminating times ever to be able to stretch that muscle because you can be like the most you know um holy person in the world but if you just go sit in a cave all the time by yourself then does that count for anything here is how to live a Taoist life he who stands on tiptoe doesn't stand firm He who rushes ahead doesn't get far. He who tries to shine dims his own light. He who has power over others can't empower himself. He who clings to his work will create nothing that endures. To live in the Tao, do your job, then let go. What I'm taking from this is that effortlessness is what is the most important thing to do at any given time. The most yielding thing in the world will overcome the most rigid. The most empty thing in the world will overcome the most full. From this comes a lesson. Stillness benefits most than action. Silence benefits more than words. Rare indeed are those who are still. Rare indeed are those who are silent. And so I say, rare indeed are those who obtain the bounty of this world. When the master governs, the people are hardly aware that he exists. Next best is a leader who is loved. Next, one who is feared. The worst is one who is despised. If you don't trust the people, you make them untrustworthy. The master doesn't talk, he acts. When his work is done, the people say, amazing, we did it all by ourselves. Colors blind the eye, sounds deafen the ear, flavors numb the taste, thoughts weaken the mind, desires wither the heart. The master observes the world, but trusts his inner vision. He allows things to come and go. His heart is open as the sky. Men are soft, oh, men are born soft and supple, dead they are stiff and hard. Plants are born tender and pliant, dead they are brittle and dry. Thus, whoever is stiff and inflexible is a disciple of death. Whoever is soft and yielding is a disciple of life. The hard and stiff will be broken, the soft and supple will prevail. Water is fluid, soft, and yielding, but water will wear away rock, which is rigid and cannot yield. As a rule, whatever is fluid, soft, and yielding will overcome whatever is rigid and hard. What is soft is strong. Wow. So what I'm really taking from this is how being open and fluid and flexible no matter what, will always make you prevail. Oh, I would love to actually read Mm, Carl Jung on Taoism. The truth is one and the same everywhere, and I must say that Taoism is one of the most perfect formulations of it I have ever 
acquainted with. Taoism is essentially a religion for the individual. The central idea of Taoism is no moral question, but is the Tao the indefinable essence of the right way? And this is also the mystery of alchemy. Taoism also has a kind of yoga, but it is less well known than the Indian. The Chinese yoga is very much less founded on dogma. The yogin is left to find his own way through this, his difficult experience. In Buddhism, the, this return to nirvana is connected with a complete annihilation of the ego, which, like the world, is only illusion. In Taoism, on the other hand, the goal is to preserve in a transfigured form the idea of the person, the traces left by experience. Water is the valley spirit, the water dragon of Tao, whose nature resembles water, a yang and the yen, therefore, water means spirit that has become unconscious. Okay, so speaking about water and how fluid it is and its capability to go and intertwine all around the rocks is something that I would like to be similar to. When water sees the rock, it doesn't just stop and sit there. No, water goes around rapid, rapid, rapid. It goes around the rock. And as it goes around the rock, it creates new paths and new trajectories. So when we go around, around the things that are blocking us, instead of standing still and hoping and wishing and waiting for it to change, I've come to believe that this is the way in which we are able to become even more fluid and more willing and more capable of moving forward past the obstacles and past the things in front of us that are blocking the way. And what a beautiful thing to realize that no matter what, we can go around and escape any situation in which we ever feel trapped or confined. We have the bodily ability to leave the room to walk away. It is on you to do so. And I think it's really beautiful to feel empowered to know that you can leave any room that you don't want to be in. And water does whatever the effort wants also. It goes everywhere it leaks everywhere. And I love the fact that though if you're the rock, you think you're so big and strong and stable and steady, but really water is what I seek to be. I'm just going to totally free fall this last five minutes, but what's on my mind is a meditation that's going to just be totally from the top of my brain and about accessing your body. I'm going to speak about something I know very little about. I just started reading about it, but it's IFS, Internal Family System. And I'll take this with a grain of salt because I've read very little about it. My basic understanding is that we have our core, we have we have managers, firefighters, and exiles. And how is this related to being fluid is this. When we're able to be fluid within our bodies, we can access these different areas of ourselves. 
So this is totally inspired by somebody else that told me about this. And there are many different parts of our bodies. And the basic idea is that the core self is your natural essence and it's sheltered from damage by the parts. These natural core self parts are calm, confident, curious, centered, creative, playful, adventurous, and stable. Then there are the exiles. Now the exiles are areas of you that feel rejected or traumatized or you went through something really bad that you haven't quite healed from and it makes you feel less than. Then there's the firefighters. Firefighters are the system in which you are protected, right? These are the first responders. So if you feel triggered by anger, eating, addictions, obsessions, the main job of the firefighters and the first responders are to react and protect you when you have triggers. Then there's the managers. The managers are proactive resistance, control, and judgment. Now, the managers are examples of what happens with people-pleasing, perfectionism, self-sabotage, anxiety, procrastination, overachieving, and caretaking. And what I'm beginning to understand is that you can talk to all these different parts, and these are just a handful of them. There actually are so many more parts. And I don't want to act like I am some sort of expert on this, but I've been able to witness a very small dose of what this is, and I do find it to be very powerful. And to find ways that you can access how to be the most strong at any given time so that you're able to be healed and secure to take risks and chances and to get out of your comfort zone is actually something that's quite intriguing and interesting to me. And so it's all oh, we're so close to the very start of all of this. But uh, the other day I was feeling very, um, here, let's bring it full circle. Let's bring it all the way back full circle. I was feeling really emotionally hungover and it was a part of me that felt like I was in exile because I just felt completely like vulnerable, emotionally vulnerable. And that was the exile part of me. And when I feel emotionally vulnerable, I want distance and I want to be by myself. And so I was in a situation where I just really felt like I needed to make sure that I got by myself so I could take the next right action to get my head and my heart and my body super aligned so that I didn't say something or hurt somebody in a way that I had no intention to. And that is growth, my friends, because that is when you're getting out of what is the habit that can make you feel super stumped and you're breaking it. And when you break habits like that, you are only creating new formulations for yourself in the life that you live. And I find that to be really beautiful. And so this more or less has been the most miscellaneous podcast episode that's ever existed because I basically just talked about any given little thing marinating in my head today. And it's because my brain is totally fried and tomorrow is a new day. And I think it's okay to know that if you make a commitment of doing something, you can see it through and also know that sometimes your ideas are going to be hyper- 
whoo, clear and concise. And other times you're going to feel just a little bit murky and lost. And you should have grace for yourself on the days that you feel that. And that is cosmic goodness loves you. Thank you so much for being here.